Hello, my name is Dr. Madeline Naylor and I'm a, the clinical director at SCIPTA. Today we'll be discussing neovascular age-related macular degeneration, NAMD, in treatment-naive and switch patients. Dr. Abney Finn is an associate professor of vitreoretinal surgery at the Department of Ophthalmology and Visual Sciences at Vanderbilt University Medical Center. She is a retina specialist affiliated with Vanderbilt, Vanderbilt Eye Institute in Nashville, Tennessee. Dr. Finn has graciously agreed to discuss NAMD cases and share her experiences, some of the newer therapies with novel MOAs. Dr. Finn, thank you so much for joining us today. I believe we have some images that we can beam up, which you can walk us through. So I'll turn it over to you. Thank you for having me, Maddie. Um, I will now share some cases with you all. So we're going to be discussing several cases of patients with neovascular or wet age-related macular degeneration. And we'll start with some patients who have never had treatment or are treatment naive for wet macular degeneration. This is a patient of mine. She's a 68-year-old woman who presented with vision loss. Um, she'd had symptoms of decreased vision for about two weeks. And as you can see, this is her OCT scan here. She has subretinal fluid, intraretinal fluid, and an area of neovascularization here in her macula. And her vision is decreased to 2400. She was started on bevacizumab every four weeks. And after several injections, um, she's here after four injections, and you can see that the intraretinal and subretinal fluid was resolved. At this point, I start to extend out her treatment regimen by two weeks at a time. And she is now several months into treatment, and she's stable at an every three month or every 12 week dosing of bevacizumab. Her vision has, incre has increased and improved from 2400 to 2080. You can see that it's still limited by this area of atrophy and fibrosis centrally. Here's another patient. This is a 76-year-old woman who presented with decreased vision. Um, her vision was, you can see this is an OCT of her right eye showing some drusen or dry macular degeneration. And this is her symptomatic eye showing wet macular degeneration. And her vision in this eye is decreased to 2200. This patient was started on a newer anti-VEGF agent, Vibismo. Um, she received four loading doses of Vibismo monthly. And you can see here that her fluid also nicely resolved um, after three injections. And after the fourth injection, she returns in eight weeks and her treatment is again extended out to every 12 weeks. And her vision also improved from 2200 to 2060. Um, and she is due to return in several months for her next treatment. So now I'd like to show you a case of a patient who has needed to switch therapy. So this is a 72-year-old patient of mine. He has persistent intraretinal fluid. So when he first presented to me, this is his right eye OCT. He had new vision loss over the course of a week, and his vision had decreased from 2020 to 2080. 
You can see here that he has some subretinal fluid, some subretinal hyperreflective material in this area of choroidal neovascularization, and also some intraretinal fluid. I had started him on bevacizumab every four weeks, and you can see that his subretinal fluid had resolved, um, but he still has persistent intraretinal fluid. And so at this point, we decide to switch to a different treatment regimen. And he was switched to furisimab or vabizmo. And after three loading doses of furisimab, he has nice resolution of that intraretinal fluid and is then um, extended out so we can see if he's able to get more time between his injections. And he's now on a stable regimen of Q16 week injections and his vision has improved to 2050. He remains without fluid, both without intraretinal and subretinal fluid, and this PED has also decreased in height. So that's the end of the cases that I had to share with you here. Well, thank you so much for sharing these interesting patient cases. It's always interesting to see um, real world cases and results. Um, could you please further share your thoughts on some of the differences you are seeing with the new therapies um, with dual pathways? So with the new MOAs, drying and durability? Sure, so I think it's really important to remember that we have several really good treatments for wet macular degeneration. We have bevacizumab, ranibizumab, aflibercept, and furisimab. And we know with most patients that, that are treatment naive, uh, most patients will have good anatomic improvement with any one of these therapies and will have some visual gains. Uh, but what's interesting now is really individualizing treatment to patients who aren't able to perhaps get um, complete drying effect with one agent or are not able to be extended out with some of our standard agents. So, um, you know, I think in, in cases of more recalcitrant disease or when we move towards extending treatment, we see these nuanced differences in therapy. And in those patients, it's where I'm finding that I'm getting um, some added benefit of the dual mechanism of action therapies. So for example, furisimab is one of our newest agents, and this has mechanism of action in the anti-VEGF pathway, as well as the, the ANG2 pathway as well. And so if I have a patient who isn't responding to just a, um, a standard anti-VEGF agent in the way I would like, either I'm not able to completely get that patient dry, Mm -hmm. um, subretinal or intraretinal fluid, or I'm not able to extend their interval out to, you know, ideally I'd like to get patients to every two, three, and now with furisimab, some patients can even go as long as every four months. Um, then I'll try to switch to a newer therapy in those patients. And so we're finding that um, the newer therapies allow us to individualize and personalize treatment options for patients more. Um, those that don't have good response or complete response with just the anti-VEGF pathways may benefit from these dual mechanism of action pathways. Um, and, and we do see some patients in whom there's improved efficacy and durability with the dual mechanism of action pathways. 
Um, I do think at the same time, you know, I showed you a patient who was started on bevacizumab, um, which is an off-label treatment for wet macular degeneration, who was able to be extended to every 12 weeks. So it shows that every case is really different and we need to individualize treatment. And now we have the ability to do that um, with these newer therapies. Well, Dr. Finn, for patients who have um, accessibility issues of getting to your location, do you feel that um, those newer treatments would be more effective for them that has the longer durability? Yeah, so if I'm not able to extend treatment for a patient um, with standard anti-VEGF agents and a patient does you know, report difficulty with getting injections frequently or getting to the office. Um, and in every patient, I want to decrease treatment burden. Um, some of the newer agents who that have um, mechanism of action along the dual pathway do offer extended durability. Uh, with verisimab, we can extend some patients as far out as every four months. And mm -hmm. so it is a good treatment option for those patients who may have access to care issues. Yeah, that's great. That's a great option that they um, have that availability to them now. Well, thank you again for your time. Thank you for having me.